Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Sunday, the 26th of June, or the 27th on Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. The new parasha this new week is called Korach or Korah. And the portion from the Torah is Numbers chapter 16, verse 1 through verse 13. Please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for His word before we start reading the scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Now Korach, the son of Itzchar, the son of Kohat, the son of Levi, with Datan and Aviram, the sons of Eliav, and On, the son of Pelet, sons of Reuven, took some men. They rose up before Moshe with some of the sons of Israel, 250 princes of the congregation, called to the assembly men of renown. They assembled themselves together against Moshe and Aharon and said to them, You take too much on yourself, since all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Why do you lift yourselves up above the assembly of the Lord? When Moshe heard it, he fell on his face, and he said to Korach and to all his company, In the morning the Lord will show who are his and who is holy, and will cause him to come near to him. Even him whom she, he shall choose, he will cause to come near to him. Do this, have Korach and all his company take censers, put fire in them, and put incense on them before the Lord tomorrow. It shall be that the man whom the Lord chooses, he shall be holy. You have gone too far, you sons of Levi. Moshe said to Korach, Hear now, you sons of Levi, is it a small thing to you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself, to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord, and to stand before the congregation to minister to them? and that he has brought you near, and all your brothers, the sons of Levi, with you. Are you seeking for the office of the Kohen also? Therefore, you and all your company have gathered together against the Lord. What is Aaron that you complain against him? Moshe sent to call Datan and Aviram, the sons of Eliab, and they said, We will not come up. Is it a small thing that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, but you must also make yourself a prince over us? Our next portion is from the prophets, and it is the prophet Jeremiah, or Jeremiah. It will be chapters 44 and 45. The word that came to Yeremiah concerning all the Jews who lived in the land of Mitzrayim 
people lived at Migdal and at Taphanes and at Memphis and in the country of Patros, saying, This is what the Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, says. You have seen all the evil that I have brought on Jerusalem and on all the cities of Yehuda. Behold, today they are a desolation, and no man dwells in them, because of their wickedness, which they have committed to provoke me to anger, in that they went to burn incense, to serve other gods that they did not know, neither they, nor you, nor your fathers. However, I sent to you all my servants the prophets, rising up early and sending them, saying, Oh, do not do this abominable thing that I hate. But they did not listen and did not incline their ear. But they did not turn from their wickedness to stop burning incense to other gods. Therefore my wrath and my anger was poured out and was kindled in the cities of Yehuda and in the streets of Jerusalem, And they are wasted and desolate as it is today. Now therefore, this is what the Lord Elohim Tzvaot, the God of Israel, says. Why do you commit great evil against your own souls, to cut off from yourselves man and woman, infant and nursing child, out of the middle of Dehuda, to leave yourselves no one remaining, in that you provoke me to anger with the works of your hands, burning incense to other gods in the land of Mitzrayim, where you have gone to live, that you may be cut off, and that you may be a curse and a reproach among all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the wickedness of your fathers and the wickedness of the kings of Yehuda, and the wickedness of their wives and your own wickedness and the wickedness of your wives, which they committed in the land of Yehuda and in the streets of Jerusalem? They are not humbled even to this day, neither have they feared, nor walked in my Torah, nor in my statutes, that I set before you and before your fathers. Therefore, this is what the Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will set my face against you for evil, even to cut off all Yehuda. I will take the remnant of Yehuda that have set their faces to go into the land of Mitzrayim to live there, and they will all be consumed, and they will fall in the land of Mitzrayim. They will be consumed by the sword and by the famine. They will die from the least to the greatest, by the sword and by the famine. They will become an oath, an, an astonishment, and a curse and a reproach. For I will punish those who dwell in the land of Mitzrayim, as I have punished Jerusalem, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, so that none of the remnant of Yehuda who have gone into the land of Mitzrayim to live there will escape or be left to return into the land of Yehuda, to which they have a desire to return to dwell there. For no one will return except those who will escape. Then all the men who knew that their wives burned incense to other gods, and all the women who stood by, a great assembly, even all the people who lived in the land of Mitzrayim, 
in Patros, answered Yahu, saying, As for the word that you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord, we will not listen to you. But we will certainly perform every word that has gone out of your mouth, to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven, and to pour out drink offerings to her, as we have done, we and our fathers, our kings and our princes, in the cities of Yehuda and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food and were well and saw no evil. But since we stopped burning incense to the Queen of Heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have lacked all things and have been consumed by the sword and by the famine. And when we burned incense to the Queen of Heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, did we make her cakes to worship her and pour out drink offerings to her without our husbands? Then Yeremiah said to all the people, to the men and to the women, to all the people who had given him an answer, saying, The incense that you burnt in the cities of Yehuda and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and your princes, and the people of the land, did not the Lord remember them, and did it not come into his mind? Thus the Lord could no longer bear it, because of the evil of your doings, and because of the abominations which you have committed. Therefore your land has become a desolation, and an astonishment, and a curse, without inhabitant, as it is today. Because you have burned incense, and because you have sinned against the Lord, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord, nor walked in his Torah, nor in his statutes, nor in his testimonies, therefore this evil has happened to you, as it is today. Moreover, Yeremiah said to all the people, including all the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all Yehuda who are in the land of Mitzrayim. This is what the Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, says. You and your wives have both spoken with your mouths, and with your hands have fulfilled it, saying, We will surely perform our vows that we have vowed, to burn incense to the Queen of Heaven, and to pour out drink offerings to her. We will surely establish your vows and perform your vows. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, all Yehuda who dwell in the land of Mitzrayim. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, says the Lord, that my name will no more be named in the mouth of any man of Yehuda in all the land of Mitzrayim, saying, As the Lord, the Lord lives. Behold, I watch over them for evil and not for good, and all the men of Yehuda who are in the land of Mitzrayim will be consumed by the sword and by the famine, until they are all gone. Those who escape the sword will return out of the land of Mitzrayim into the land of Yehuda, few in number. All the remnant of Yehuda who have gone into the land of Mitzrayim to live there will know whose word will stand, mine or theirs. This will be the sign to you, says the Lord, that I will punish you in this place, that you may know that my words will surely stand against you for evil. 
This is what the Lord says. Behold, I will give Paro-Hophra, king of Mitzrayim, into the hand of his enemies and into the hand of those who seek his life, as I gave Zidkiahu, king of Yehuda, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, who was his enemy and sought his life. This is the word that Jeremiahu the prophet spoke to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he wrote these words in a book at the mouth of Jeremiahu, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Yehuda, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to you, O Baruch. You said, Woe is me now, for the Lord had, has added sorrow to my pain. I am weary with my groaning, and I find no rest. You shall tell him, this is what the Lord says. Behold, that which I have built I will break down, and that which I have planted I will pluck up, and this in the whole land. Do you seek great things for yourself? Do not seek them. For behold, I will bring evil on all flesh, says the Lord. But I will let you escape with your life wherever you go. That was Jeremiah chapters 44 and 45. Now our portion from the writings is today Daniel chapter 8. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared to me, even to me, Daniel, after that which appeared to me at the first. And I saw the vision. Now it was so that when I saw, I was in the citadel of Susa, which is in the province of Elam. I saw in the vision, and I was by the river Ulai. Then I lifted up my eyes and saw and behold, there stood before the river a ram, which had two horns. The two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last. I saw the ram pushing westward, northward, and southward, and no beasts could stand before him. There was not any who could deliver out of his hand, but he did according to his will and magnified himself. As I was considering, behold, a male goat came from the west over the surface of the whole earth and did not touch the ground. The goat had a notable horn between his eyes. He came to the ram that had the two horns, which I saw standing before the river, and ran on him in the fury of his power. I saw him come close to the ram, and he was moved with anger against him, and struck the ram, and broke his two horns. There was no power in the ram to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground, and trampled on him. There was no one who could deliver the ram out of his hand. Then the male goat magnified himself exceedingly. When he was strong, the great horn was broken, and instead of it there came up four notable horns toward the four winds of heaven. Out of one of them came forth a little horn, which grew exceedingly great, toward the south, 
and toward the east and toward the glorious land. It grew great, even to the host of heaven, and it cast down, down some of the host and of the stars to the ground and trampled on them. Yes, it magnified itself, even to the prince of the host, and it took away from him the continual burnt offering, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. And the host was given over to do it together with the continual burnt offering because of transgression. It cast down truth to the ground. It did its pleasure and prospered. Then I heard a holy one speaking, and another holy one said to that certain one who spoke, How long will the vision about the continual burnt offering and the transgression that makes desolate to give both the sanctuary and the army to be trodden underfoot be? He said to me, Two, two thousand and three hundred evenings and mornings, then the sanctuary will be cleansed. And it came to pass when I, Daniel, had seen the vision that I sought to understand it. Then behold, there stood before me something like the appearance of a man. I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Olai, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was frightened and fell on my face. But he said to me, Understand, son of man, for the vision belongs to the time of the end. Now as he was speaking with me, I fell into a deep sleep with my face toward the ground, but he touched me and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make you know what will be in the latter time of the indignation, for it belongs to the appointed time of the end. The ram which you saw that had the two horns, they are the kings of Media and Persia. The rough male goat is the king of Greece. The great horn that is between his eyes is the first king. As for that which was broken, in the place where four stood up, four kingdoms will stand up out of the nation, but not with his power. In the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors have come to the full, a king of fierce face and understanding dark sentences will stand up. His power will be mighty, but not by his own power, and he will destroy awesomely and will prosper in what he does, and he will destroy the mighty ones and the holy people. Through his policy he will cause deceit to prosper in his hand, and he will magnify himself in his heart, and he will destroy many in their security. He will also stand up against the prince of princes, but he will be broken without hand. And the vision of the evenings and the mornings which has been told is true, but seal up the vision, for it belongs to many days to come. And I, Daniel, fainted and was sick for some days. Then I rose up and did the king's business. I was astonished by the vision, but no one understood it. That was Daniel. 
chapter 8. And now our final portion, which is the apostolic writings, will today be 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Now I, Paul, myself, entreat you by the humility and gentleness of Mashiach, I, who in your presence am lowly among you, but being absent am bold toward you. Yes, I beg you that I may not, when present, show courage with the confidence with which I intend to be bold against some who consider us to be walking according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but mighty before God, to the throwing down of strongholds, throwing down imaginations and every high thing that is exalted against the knowledge of God, and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Mashiach, and being in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is made full. Do you look at things only as they appear in front of your face? If anyone trusts in himself that he is Mashiach's, let him consider this again with himself, that even as he is Mashiach's, so we also are Mashiach's. For even if I boast somewhat abundantly concerning our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for casting you down, I will not be ashamed that I may not seem as if I desire to terrify you by my letters. For his letters, they say, are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech is despised. Let such a person consider this, that what we are in word by letters when we are absent, such are we also indeed when we are present. For we are not bold to number or compare ourselves with some of those who commend themselves, but they themselves, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves with themselves, are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond proper limits, but within the boundaries with which God appointed to us, which reach even to you. For we do not stretch ourselves too much, as though we did not reach to you. For we came even as far as to you with the good news of Mashiach, not boasting beyond proper limits in other men's labors, but having hope that as your faith grows, we will be abundantly enlarged by you in our sphere of influence, so as to proclaim the good news even to the parts beyond you, not to boast in what someone else has already done. But he who boasts, let him boast in the Lord. For it is not he who commends himself who is approved, but he who the Lord commends. That was 2 Corinthians chapter 10. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this cycle, you would also read Luke chapter 2, verse 1 through verse 20, 21 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Before I sign off today, I would like to 
read you a prayer request that has come in from one of the precious ladies listening to the podcast. And I would ask you if you have the opportunity to please pray for her and her prayer subject. She's asking, please pray for my husband's salvation and please pray for a healthy first pregnancy. I'm due in February. Praise Adonai. This is Brie writing for us to please pray for her husband and for her for a healthy pregnancy. So let's remember that as we go about our day. And um, for me, I will also wish you a Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week with the Lord and with His Word. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.